0: Hey, listeners, this is Brett Hespel of the Porter Pridecast. Just wanted to thank you for joining the show, but we also want to make sure you follow along. So here's uh, our other host, Adam DeCare. We'll talk about where you can follow us.
1: Yeah, again, uh, thanks for, for logging in, Let's, giving us a listen. Uh, make sure to follow us on all your social media needs on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Porter Pridecast for both. So give us a like. Give us a retweet, spread the word, tell all your friends, tell all your followers, like both those accounts, and keep on coming back. And you can get the show. You can
0: get our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And you can also check out Porter Pridecast TV on YouTube. Just search Porter Pridecast on both, and you'll be able to come up with them. Um, So make sure you uh, uh, subscribe to both of those channels so you can get all the episodes when they come out.
1: Don't forget to, uh, to leave us those reviews, preferably five stars, and keep, uh, keep spreading the word. Go Porters. Go Porters.
0: Hello, 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 I love yeah, Lockport. Welcome to the Porter Podcast, episode 15, the Big One 5. I'm Brett Hespel, Lockport High School, joined with my other co host, Adam DeCare, also of Lockport High School. And we are back with your weekly Porter Podcast episode. The place you get analysis on all things Lockport that you do not
1: find anywhere else. What's going on, Decare? Not too much. Uh, Been pretty excited about this episode. We got a a guest that has been in the making for quite a long time. It's... uh, it is yes, it's not been easy to get her on. Uh, her agent has not been easy to to deal with nope. her uh, her green zoom list of requests was outrageous, but uh, she's given us a home discount, so i'm uh, I'm really excited to finally get her on.
0: So what happens when you're a superstar? We, we're bringing a superstar on in this episode. That's what happens. Uh, and but speaking of superstars, you are such a superstar now on the Porter Podcast that you have now moved into the garage, it appears. That's right. Moving on, moving on up. To get away from the hustle and bustle outside of the house there, the, the adoring fans, the groupies. Kids are knocking down the door to get in your classroom. Yep. They're banging on the garage right now. Definitely doesn't look like you're banging on anyone's banging on the garage, but you are <laughs> in the
1: garage. I see. Very insulated.
0: Yeah. Um, hot recording studio you got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is episode 15. Who would have thought we would uh, we would make it through 15 episodes? But here we are. Here we are. Um, <clears throat> got a little bit of an announcement to make a little bit later on because we're going to have a somewhat of a gap in athletics events here. So maybe we can get some people playing rock, paper, scissors virtually and we can like – Talk about the winners of that or something like that to give us something to talk about. Some intense uh, play-by-play commentary there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we do have a little thing to announce a little later on, and uh, we're going to keep rolling. No matter what kind of events, that we're going to find something to talk about. There's Porter Pride all over the place. Sorry, Going to have some more decade series um, episodes come out. Remember, that was episode seven where we talked to Lockport Legends Billy Reed. And Tommy Hook, who went on to SIU and NIU. We talked to them about the football, the decade of football, the previous decade of football at Lockport. So go back and check that one out. We got a couple others coming up. We have some big-time guests, some big-time legends. Like unbelievable performers coming on the show. So stay tuned for some of those. Um, Yeah, they'll blow your mind, I think, some of these – Really big. As long as they record. As long as they record. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Technical difficulties in this day and age. Um. So that's you know a bunch of stuff coming up there. Uh, Let's get to uh the five things we like. What do you say? Let's do it. And uh, I'll start off number one. So we're winding down the fall season. Golf is done. Tennis is done. And uh, boys and girls cross country are finishing up. They had the regional. Just this past weekend at Manuka, both the girls and the boys advanced. And the boys um, finishing uh, fifth place, the last advancing spot. So good for them. Um, but this was Coach head coach Tom Razzo's 30th, 30th Ooh. regional cross-country meet as a Lockport Porter's coach. The 30 the dirty 30, wow, 30. So, uh, talked to him just uh, this week about that, and he told me uh, his first, the first year he was at Lockport, he did not coach cross country. He came in as a track coach, and that's when Coach Larry Thompson was still coaching. And then after that first year, the assistant coach position opened up, so he jumped on there, and then he was, of course, Coach Thompson's assistant for a while. And then he's been the head coach since, I want to say 2000, maybe. So 30th cross co- regional cross country. Um, I tweeted this the other day. I had, I had been working on this in the spring when we were in quarantine, and I'm gonna con- I've continued working on this. I'm almost finished. So at some point this year, I'm going to lay out some data about Coach Razzo's career um, because I think right, it's pretty impressive. Like you guys you guys will be blown away by the success that both the cross country and the trash programs have had under his leadership. So can't wait to share that. Maybe I'll wait and drop that in twenty twenty one. Start off the new year, right, with some fireworks. We'll there see. There you go. We'll see what we got going on. So that's the first thing we like. Coach Razzo's and the boys cross country's performance. So good job, Coach.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's that's quite an amazing street. So nice uh nice job, Coach. Uh Sticking with uh, girl or cross country with the girls, like you mentioned, they moved on as well at Manuka this past weekend with regionals. Came in third by one point to Manuka, so just uh, just there. Uh, but we did have the individual champion, Kayla Shea, came in uh, as first place with a time of seventeen minutes fifty one point five seconds. So great job, Kayla, continuing her uh, her hot streak. We mentioned the the Porter pridecast effect it is uh, continuing, so bring that bring that down to uh, normal and, and uh, good luck with sectionals.
0: Yes, yeah, what was that episode ten
1: she was on? Episode ten.
0: Yeah. So good job, girls, cross country. Uh, Coach decarey Well, I actually we'll talk about this later. So we'll talk about the girls' cross country history later. They have an impressive history. That's right. Well, we'll we'll, well you gotta you gotta stay tuned for a few minutes here. So You don't want to miss this. No, you don't. Uh, third thing we like, the uh, IHSA, the, the uh, Illinois High School Association, has given all of the non-fall sports 20 contact days this fall to work with our student-athletes. Um, so it was really nice that even though we had a bunch of sports postponed, like football, for example, volleyball, and a bunch of sports that haven't started yet, we got a chance to work with those students, um, some of them, and you know, do what we love doing, which is playing sports. And of course, we did it very safely, wearing masks, socially distancing, checking kids in, taking temperatures and symptom checks, um, staying six feet apart whenever possible, when not uh, participating. I'm not sure everybody in the government in Illinois understands just how well schools have been doing with keeping, following these mitigation procedures, judging by some of the public comments that some of these people make. Um, I think if they came and observed, you would see that um, while there's a risk for everything, I think we've mitigated it quite well. And I'm not just talking about basketball, because I've seen volleyball doing it. Uh, I saw volleyball kids in there with their masks on today. I've seen the dance team doing it. I've seen the cheer team doing it. uh, And I've seen your football team doing it. So, that was fun. It was good. Those are just winding up this week. Boys basketball has one more day
1: left at the time of this recording. So. Yeah, it's been uh, like you said. It's been a great opportunity to uh, to work with our athletes. Obviously, we wish we were playing Friday nights. Don't uh, don't feel the same without without a football game. But you know, it's it's been great to work with the team. Continue to get better, and uh, you know, looking forward to start of the season here in uh, in the, the spring. February uh, 1-5, so. I don't think the February is in the spring, but
0: hey.
1: That's <laughs> the, uh, the modified spring season for, uh, yeah. for sports.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all it's right, so first, number Richard four. Parker, right? <laughs> number four things we like. Uh, Girls Swim finished up and concluded their season this past weekend with the sectional meet that we hosted here at Lockport. So a great way to, uh, to finish up the season, get a chance to compete. But get to do that at your uh, your home pool um, is awesome, especially for those seniors. So, you know, Coach Ferk does a great job, him and his assistants, you know, getting those girls ready. Always very competitive, uh, you know, and, and obviously no state this year. But uh, I'm glad they were able to have the opportunity to compete at home and uh, wrap up their season.
0: Yep, for sure. And uh, great job hosting again by our LTHS athletics department. And our fifth thing we like is an announcement we had to make so we started this show back in what was it april march i don't know sometime in the spring bringing you the highlights of the lockport athletics seasons that took place last year um and we rattled off six of those episodes and then we said hey you know what we enjoy it so much we're having so much fun um let's uh let's keep it going and here we are nine episodes later still rolling but we're always looking for the next step we could take at the Porter podcast. The people have been, have been uh, asking for more and more and more. And so we're going to keep giving more because that's what we do. And uh, we are going to be branching out here in the, in the very near future to non-athletics events. So um, there's many great things happening in Lockport athletics and we're going to continue to hit on as many of those as we can, but we're also going to start to look into the clubs activities School, you know, school performance, academic things that are going well, maybe introduce you to some other students, some other teachers. Um, just trying to show you all how much Porter pride there is in all areas of Lockport High School. So, we're excited to get to kind of start branching out here. And with this little gap coming up between the end of these fall sports and, you know, hopefully the beginning of winter sports. Um, It'd be a good time to maybe branch out a little bit. So we got some ideas we've been kicking around. We'll see what ends up making it into the show, but um, looking
1: forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. I mean, obviously with the school as large as Lockport, uh, there's so much that's going on and, and, you know, such a great history and tradition with our athletics. But, you know, academics is, is up there with all, all schools in the state. You know, we've got great things going on with our clubs uh, and, and other extracurriculars you know so it's it's gonna be nice to, to kind of put a spotlight on some things other than yeah. athletics here yeah so that's coming up soon
0: working on it um, one episode at a time changing letting people know what because because to care no one talks porters like we talk porters. there you go. Um, yeah so those are the five things we like. And uh, we're going to keep that rolling along. Uh, But let's not waste any more time because we have our first guest coming up. Someone who who has been begging to get on the show. Self-proclaimed number one fan. We'll be right back. (laughs) Stay tuned. All right, Coach DeCare. We are back with our first guest today. We are welcoming to the show the Pridecast's self-proclaimed biggest fan, Number she's one. Been, she's been saying this for a while. Well, I don't know if it's true or not. We haven't pulled the entire audience, but for right now, we'll say it is. We have Lockport Girls Cross Country Head Coach Reagan Cronholm with us.
2: Coach Cronholm, what's going on? How's it going, guys? I'm so excited. I've been up since like 5 o'clock this morning waiting for
3: this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a psychiatrist then because I'm uh, <laughs> a little concerned. But uh, it's good to have you. So We want to talk a little bit about girls cross country because I know, uh, you know, ho-hum, another year, another great mm-hmm. cross country team and uh, let's just keep it rolling. So let's, uh, let's we want to talk about a little bit to care. You want to uh, take it away here?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I've been, I don't know if, if Reagan or, or I've been looking forward to this episode uh, more, this, uh, this is a long time in the making, yeah. Yeah. just uh, three Former and now current porters talking porters the way yeah. life is, uh, is meant to be.
0: So, just for the record, some of us former porters are older than the others. I'm not gonna.
1: That's,
0: that's me. <laughs> but
1: uh. well, we don't need to get into we don't have to get into specifics here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, you know both of us being history teachers. There's a, a lot of history with the girls cross country program. You know, we pulled mm-hmm. some statistics here. Uh, you know, last year with state, you guys finished tenth, which was mm-hmm. the ninth time you finished in the top ten. Uh, mm-hmm. It was your eleventh straight season making the uh, the trip downstate. Mm-hmm. Twenty-three in the last twenty-six years, and mm-hmm. the twenty-sixth time since 1987. So mm-hmm. at that time, I was I was in my terrible twos. Coach <laughs> Hespel, was that your your senior year? Or were you class? Uh,
0: no, at I was not yet in kindergarten. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so why don't you talk to us a little bit about the, the history of the program?
2: Um, Yeah, I just – I remember um, when I got offered the position, see, my first year coaching cross-country was in 2014, and um, that was with Ivan Schlatter as head coach, and um, Aaron Truesdale was the assistant coach then. Um, and I was kind of nervous because I already knew about Schlatter, Um, and her reputation with being such a great coach. And when they offered me the position, I was like, what am I going to offer to this, this program here? So, um, but Erin Truesdale really helped me out a lot with that. So, um, uh, and just like learning the sport and like coaching and everything. So, um, that was, that was a great year. We got, uh, that was the year we got fifth place. So, um, but yeah, it's just the program has always been like the girls in the program. They've always been just such hard workers in school and um, on the course and everything. So um, it's just a great program to be a part of. I love it.
0: Um, I, I know you're right. And we, we always say that as coaches that ultimately the kids are who do the the hard mm-hmm. work, but yeah. let's not sell yourself short because You've kept the tradition going here the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, do do the girls on the team have a sense of the history of the program and how long it's been good? And, you know, sometimes that momentum just keeps going and, like, the expectations are just set for themselves. Like, we're mm-hmm. girls cross-country. We're supposed to be highly competitive. Do they have a sense of that, do you think?
2: I think so because um, we – well, I frequently talk about um, different girls in the program, um, like from the past. So like I bring up Liz Phillips all the time. Um, and then there's a few other girls that were in, were Lockport cross country runners that are actually coaching around the area. So like um, Kelly Halsek at uh, uh, Joliet Central is a, she's a head girls track coach. Um, and I believe she's the assistant girls cross country coach and she, um, so whenever I see her, I tell the girls she she ran for slaughter, she was on the team and it's, I'm like constantly telling the girls about the past and what they used to do in the past, um, and just bringing that up all the time to them. So they definitely are aware of how, um, great this program has been, um, and they they you can tell that they're excited to be a part of something like that.
4: Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh you know obviously everyone's aware of of all the challenges with uh, COVID for this season, you know. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you uh you and your program were able to have a season. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about, you know, uh this season in terms of of being a head coach, maybe some challenges that that were presented or uh you know how you were able to overcome some of these obstacles.
2: Yeah, so I'm um, let's see, in March, is it like late March, early April, when uh, our track season was finally canceled. Um, that really got me thinking with cross country and how it's. it was a possibility that we weren't even going to have a season. So just every time uh, Mike Dwyer gave us an update from the IHSA saying like, okay, now we can have a few contact days. Okay, now we can have summer camp and every time you could tell that the girls were just so excited to be there, even if it was just going to be for a couple days of practice or a couple days of summer camp. Um, and I think that's what made this season so great so far, is because the girls, um, my assistant coaches and myself, we didn't really take any um, weeks for granted. And they knew that it could really change just in a matter of days, even hours with if we were going to be able to have um, our meets or if we were going to have a postseason or anything like that. So um, they really were, I think overall this season, we're just grateful to be able to go out and run and do what they love. So
0: so we got some meets. I felt like they were all at Lockport because yes. I felt like every time I turned around, we were hosting across cross country. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, I joke with Dwyer about that a lot. Yeah, um, which is in some ways really cool, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, we had, so we had the conference, we had the regional, we just had the regional, you guys finished mm-hmm. third place.
2: Third place. Right?
0: One point one, behind Manuka.
2: One point behind Manuka, yes.
0: That's, uh, Kayla won the meet, correct?
2: Yes, she did.
0: And Kayla was on episode, what was that, 10 to care? 10. 10? Yep. Yeah, so she was on. Um, so now you move on to the sectional so what was the regional like uh how did you feel it went um obviously it's you know the the goal is to keep moving on so that's clearly obvious but how did you think the meet went and uh what's coming up with the sectional here
2: um so uh last tuesday we actually went out to uh Manuka so it's at um usually they host their meets at shanahan community park um right off of 80 there but um because of COVID, we, the meet is uh, being held at their high school now, So, um, or it was. So on Tuesday, we actually went out and the girls got a feel for it. It's a lot like our course, it's even like more flat than our home course. Oh. Um, and so they were kind of excited that it was something a little bit familiar. And then I think Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday was when it rained a lot. So it made it a little bit mushy, a little bit muddy, and um, a little bit slower than what they practiced on. So, um, but uh, I said this in an interview on uh, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, um, but the girls, Kayla mostly, um, but the girls kind of strive and really like do better when the course conditions aren't awesome. So with the mud and um, like the hilly conditions usually, um, they do a little bit better. So they just kind of had to battle through the mud on Saturday um, and the mushiness. And um, they did pretty well with it. So um, still some areas to work on for um, this coming Saturday, but it should be good. Um, The girls are excited because I think seven out of the eight, have run at this park it's Maxwell park in normal for that's where they host the i e s a state meet so um they were talking about it the other day that where they finished their junior high career they're finishing a lot of them are finishing their high school oh, career same cool. spot so kind of cool yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah all right so uh you know over the over the summer in our our first series we uh we featured your program and the success from last fall. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things I highlighted was just the culture that you've created. You know, I, I see it firsthand, you know, during football with with you guys practicing and kind of coming and going, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that's one of the the best strengths and, and what you bring to not just girls cross country, but, you know, to, to Lockport in itself with, with Friday faces and, you know, always, or always having that, that positive attitude and smile. How have you been able to, uh, you know, really promote culture in this challenging time when you probably can't do some of the things that you've always done
2: um it's been tough um it it really has been um but um just reminding them and and I didn't really even have to remind them, but just staying grateful for um, the chance to actually be out there um in lots of talks we kind of um switched up practice a little bit. So we were in smaller groups, um, more for COVID restrictions, but then it was good to kind of switch up the groups to create those smaller running groups. And I feel like the girls were able to um, really get to know some of their teammates that they might not have gotten to know in the past. So, um, and I was always, I'm still always excited to go to practice. Um, I know my coaches, um, Coach Krieger and Coach Ramirez was back with us this season, and um, just showing them how excited we were to be there, I think got the girls a little bit more excited to be there as well, even if it was a little bit of a different season. Um, just keeping that excitement going, I guess.
0: Speaking of excitement, I know you have been excited to finally get on the Porter cast.
2: Heck yes.
0: <laughs> Is, uh, what, did you have butterflies in your stomach before this uh, this call? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely a little bit. Like, well, I—I I mean, I—I I haven't been sitting here since five o'clock this morning. Um, <laughs> I've definitely been doing school stuff. Um, right, but right, right, I'm, right. Of course. Of course. Uh, just so excited. I love this. What you guys are doing. I—I I love this, especially Thanks. from you guys. Um, like former porters, like alumni, and now yeah. porters again. Yeah. It's just. I think that's the coolest thing. And um, this is, I love this.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, well, we're going to try to keep it going.
2: Yeah, so, good. Uh, I like thanks,
0: it. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate yeah, you course. taking a few minutes. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Best of luck to you guys on Saturday down at the sectional.
2: Thank you. Uh,
0: unfortunately, that's the end of the road, but yeah. you've had a great run this year,
2: despite mm-hmm. the
1: circumstances. A lot of things. Oh, good, good cross country pun there
0: ah yes i didn't even realize it see, that
2: was good me either me either ah. that was a good
0: one <laughs> um so anyway thank you reagan we appreciate you, it go girls cross country go porters yeah. and go Porter. uh we'll look for big things saturday good awesome. luck yeah
2: yeah thanks guys
0: <laughs> all right see you later bye all right so that was again lths girls cross country head coach reagan Cronholm, self-proclaimed number one fan and it was great to finally get her on, talk to her about her fine program. She's done a great job since taking over. Um, it was good to hear from her.
1: Yeah, I was glad she was uh, finally able to get on the show. It's nice to have the support you know, and excitement that, that comes along with, uh, with the podcast. So you know, glad she was able to come on and, and awesome job with uh, the program. I love hearing about that history and that great, that great streak. Uh, you know, so I'm looking forward to them uh, doing some good things here on Saturday. Yeah, and and Reagan
0: also is is just you know she exudes Porter pride all the time. She's constantly posting things, not even about her team, but just about the great things at Lockport, the the various faculty members that she runs into. She's just positive all around. Um, every school needs uh, every school needs a lot of Reagan crime homes, and we're lucky we've
1: got one. So. Thank Nobody's you, face is safe. Nobody's face is safe around Reagan on right. Fridays.
0: Got on Fridays. <laughs> All right. So we also have our next two guests ready to go. Um, Coach Cronholm represents girls cross country on the coaching side. We've got two athletes coming in here both on the, both the girls' and the guys' cross-country team, both seniors, both ran this past weekend at Manooka, both going to run this upcoming weekend in Normal, Illinois. So stay tuned. We'll bring them in right now. We are back again with our next set of guests. we got two this time to care, two current LTHS cross-country runners from our girls' cross-country team. We have Elizabeth Bollinger. Elizabeth, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good to see you. And then from our boys' cross-country team, we have Devin Callahan. What's up, Devin?
4: Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, of course. Our pleasure, Devin. Our pleasure. Um, So we just want to talk a little bit about the regional cross-country meet and how things went and maybe a little bit briefly about the season because I know you guys are both still running. So that's a good thing. So I'll let Mr. DeCare fire away with the first question here and
1: uh, we'll see how things go. All right. So, uh, you know, first of all, congratulations to uh, to both you for the girls and boys programs being able to uh, qualify for this weekend sectional. So, uh, you know, we'll start with Elizabeth. Why don't you just talk to us a little bit about, you know, the uh, the regional race looks like it was very successful. All seven of the uh, the Porter runners finished in the top 23, finished third as a team. So why don't you talk to us just a little bit about the race and how that went for you?
5: Yeah, no, it was um, it was really nice getting to run somewhere else, like other than Lockport. You know, it was like a pretty flat course. Um, so yeah, we just like went out and gave it all we had for that race. And so it's definitely going to be cool this week. You know, being able to like peak and like take our training a step further. Um, so yeah, I think we'll definitely see improvement for this sectional meet compared to regionals.
1: All right, so uh, you know, Devin, kind of wanted you. Uh Talk to us a little bit about, you know, uh, got the last qualifying spot there, you know, uh, making it suspenseful at the end, but regardless, you're moving on. So how did that race go for you?
4: Uh yeah, you know, as as a team, um, you know, a lot of us just didn't really have our day, you know. Uh, and that's just that's just part of our running. I mean sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't, but um, you know imagine, you know, we, we live another day, so we're all excited to go on sectionals. And we're we're excited to kill it. So, um, yeah, it was it lower course than I thought it was going to be, and I think um I think everyone can say that you know, on the goal side. I thought it was going to be a fast course, than it was But um yeah, I think we're pretty well.
0: Um okay, so Elizabeth alluded to this briefly when she was commenting just here. I feel like every cross country meet in Illinois this year was hosted at Lockport um i don't know i don't know if that's just because we were willing to host them or or what the what the case was but besides that what was different this year considering there was covid and all that kind of stuff uh in terms of cross country? you guys you know you're veterans so like what was different this year about cross country with covid happening than previous years
5: yeah, I know for the, the girls' team, we, um, like, for regular runs and stuff, we had our own, like, pace groups. Um, so we would, like, only have, like, four girls to a group, and we would just have to, like, stick within, like, that training group as well for workouts. So that was definitely different not being able to, like, run with the whole team. Um, but, yeah, and, like, for the most part, whenever we could do stuff on our own, we would, like, go ahead and do it instead of, like, meeting for practice and everything.
4: Yeah, I, I totally agree with Elizabeth and um for us i know it's it's been pretty weird with having to wear a mask at the start of races and um especially right when you finish you got to put it back on so it's definitely it's definitely a precaution that we've had to just kind of deal with but it's we definitely need it um especially because everything going on right now so
1: to care we got all right so you know both you seniors you know final year you uh, reflect back on your, your four years here at Lockport in uh, your respective programs. What's a what's a top moment or your favorite memory
4: that that sticks out? Uh, that's that's a hard one. Um, probably my top moment for cross country. It might not even be might not even be the racing of cross country. I think it's more of just um, having that time with my team. Uh, Having pasta parties and bonfires and just kind of just that's what I love about cross country is just the the sense of having a team to back you up and just your rider dies so that's for me the most important thing for me.
5: You know, I, I totally agree with that, Devin. Like, I think, like, like you know, even as we go into college and, like, if we run or not, you know, I'm just going to, like, miss just, like, running, sure, but then just, like, spending time with the team and, like, on the way home for meets. Like, we just, like, blast music on, like, our speakers, you know, and we're all just singing, and it's just, like, the best time. So, yeah, I'm just gonna, definitely going to miss, like, the atmosphere of it all.
0: Yeah. All right, so we got the sectional coming up, end of the road this season. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, where we're at, when it's happening, like what you're looking forward to about it, who the biggest challengers maybe are, um, that kind of thing for both the girls and the guys.
4: Um, So for, for us, for the guys, there's definitely some pretty, pretty strong competitors. I mean, we've got Yorkville. They, I believe they won our conference or our regionals the week before. Um, Our Arch rival, I guess you could say Sandberg. They are actually out of the competition, I believe, because of um, because of coronavirus. I think one of their teammates got uh, sick, which is horrible. I mean, I really, I really hope that they find a way to compete or get over that. But um, yeah, as a team, we're really excited to just go out there and just give it our best. And um, we're kind of the dark horse right now, so we can just go in there and just try our hardest and see what we get, so I'm excited.
0: Elizabeth?
5: Yeah, so at, like, this past regionals meet, we were just, um, like, one point away from tying for uh, second against Manuka, so they're going to be in our sectionals as well, so I think we're really just going to have to, like, after them like you know and especially just like making sure that we like you know get to the next girl and you know and we get to like pick her off and like keep moving you know and maybe like pull them with us but yeah so um yeah i've like never run on the postseason team before so i'm super excited to be able to like go for sectionals and like have it like count as like the last race
0: and this is in normal is that correct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so a little bit of a trip go ahead
5: I was going to say it's uh, cool as well because this is where, like, the junior high state cross-country course is. So it's kind of like a full circle, like, ending there in junior high and, like, now in high school too. Oh,
0: yeah. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah, look how things worked out. Yeah. Great. So, it was meant to be. Yeah, you end your junior high career running in uh, normal, and then you, your senior year you run every meet in Lockport, and then you end your <laughs> senior year running back in normal again. It's yeah. wild awesome how that works. Um, mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, Thanks for sharing a little bit about the season, taking a few moments. I know you guys got to get off to class here. Um, We wish you the best of luck Saturday. Go Porters. uh, And I hope things go well for both of you guys.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Go Porters. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day.
0: All right. We'll see you guys.
4: See you. Bye.
0: All right. That was fun. Good to talk to both. Elizabeth Bollinger of the girls cross country team and Devin Callahan of the guys cross country team, both uh, just solid kids and solid team members. Uh, Good to hear from them.
1: Yeah. It's always, uh, always nice to talk to some seniors and hear their uh, memories and reflections on their, their four years. What I thought was awesome was, you know, when I asked them about their favorite memories from uh, their time here at Lockport, both of them mentioned their team. And, uh, you know, I think that's a, a direct reflection on the leadership of Coach Cronholm and uh, Coach Razzo and uh, their assistants. You know, so it was awesome to hear, uh, you know, that that leadership and, and that teamwork. So best of luck this weekend.
0: It is really easy when you're outside of athletics and a team atmosphere to dismiss it as, oh, it's just sports. But you're right. Both of them said the thing they're going to remember the most and the thing that they're going to look back on the most are the relationships they built and the times they had hanging out with those other kids. And you can't tell me that's not positive. And to be honest with you, going back to what we talked about at the beginning, I think that is why people really want their activities to happen in a safe way during a pandemic because the kids, you know, want to build those relationships with each other and want to have those experiences. And that, that is irreplaceable. For a young person's uh, growth, and so hopefully we can continue to provide those. So great to hear from Elizabeth and Devin. care you know what time it is. It's uh, it's gonna be a flash from the past, I believe. Ah, uh, the week ahead coming up, and we and no longer are you doing it. You've been, you've been fired. We uh, we're bringing on L Town. One of our L Town leaders is gonna join us in just a second to give us the week ahead for the very first time. I could sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Which is what you normally do <laughs> while I do all the work over here. So nothing's changing there. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll come right back. The week ahead, sponsored by L-Town. Well, care, that brings us to uh, your favorite part of the show, the week ahead. But it's now my favorite part of the show because I no longer have to listen to you talk about the week ahead. Because we have with us today the first of our L-Town leaders who are going to take over this segment uh, on a weekly basis. We are joined by LTHS senior, also a member of the boys basketball and lacrosse programs, Mr. Brendan Spratt, the one and only. What up, Spratt?
3: Hi, how's it going?
0: Now, now Spratt, you have to understand here, I'll let Decare comment on this in just a second, but Decare has been – this has been like his baby, this little segment of the show. He's – so the bar has been set high emotionally for Decare. So if we notice, like, him start to well up or cry a little bit, we'll just pause for a second and give him a second to collect his emotions because this has been his segment of the show that we have offloaded to you guys now (laughs) because ratings told us that people didn't want to hear him talk anymore. So.
1: You gotta give the people Makes what sense. they want.
0: Yes, and what the people want is more of you guys, Spratt. So, do you have any tips to care for Sprat here before he heads into this uh, momentous adventure?
1: No, just uh, like you said, it's kind of like my little baby, so treat it well. I'll uh, I'll be watching with very critical eyes, and uh, you know I'll, I'll bite my tongue as as hard as I can to make sure I don't I don't hop in here. I'll mm-hmm. let's, it's it's your time to shine.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, without further ado, Spratt, what uh, what do we have in the week ahead here in Porter Nation?
3: All right, so this week is a big week for uh, Lockport Porters cross country. They uh, boys and girls both have their sectionals, and, and it's uh, in Normal, Illinois at, at uh, Apple Park this weekend on Saturday morning. And um, let's see. yeah, the girls are racing first. Uh, in morning and then the guys are racing more in the afternoon and uh that's basically it for the cross country just hoping that i will be down there supporting them
0: yeah so both teams in the same place right yeah yeah so uh they've had a good season they both advanced in the regional we actually just talked to some of the members of the cross country team um what you got any predictions there Spratt? how do you think they're going to do
3: uh, I think at least, because I've gone to a lot of the girls' meets, I think the girls will do very good at this uh, meet on Saturday. Top, top five finish? Yeah. Definitely. He's,
0: he's all in on the top five. You heard, f- it, you heard it here first. <laughs> Mark it down. Um, hey, you know what else, Spratt? Uh In the spring, when your guy Donnie Wallace was on the show, um, and Marcos and Sawyer – we uh, we had this little segment called the Porter Pride Facts. And we did mm-hmm. a little history, Lockport history. So, DeCare's got a trivia question for you. Let's, let's – uh, you,
1: you game. All right, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. All right. So, you know, to see if you are worthy of keeping this, uh, this week ahead, little qu- question <laughs> here for you with the uh, Girls Cross Country Program and a uh, little history. How many times – has the girls program been downstate since 1987?
0: So now keep in mind, Brad. that's what? 33 years? Yeah,
3: 33 years. So
0: it's got to be less
3: than 33. <laughs> okay. One no more, hint. to... no more hints. All right. It's a good program. So I'm going to guess higher. So I, I would say 20 times. What did what'd you guess? 20.
1: 20? Yeah. Uh, you're selling your program short. 26. 26 times wow. since 1987. Wow. Uh, wait, till I, wait till I tell Coach Cronholm. That was a pretty – That's he's only six off. That's a pretty good guess.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, could have guessed I, like – I could have said a lot lower.
0: Yeah, I could have said like eight. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Spratt. I'll give I'm you good.
3: that. I'll give you that. You are in the
0: um, 20s. Yeah, so, all right, Spratt, uh, um, next week we're going to have a different L-Town leader, right?
3: Yeah, it should be Abby next week.
0: Abby Popovitz next week. you set the bar high for her. Tell her that uh, the world is watching, and they expect I, her I, to, I, to, to to equal your performance today. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Spratt, uh, thanks, man, right, thank and uh, yeah.
3: we will, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right, sounds good. See you later.
0: Well, there you go, Ducare. That was uh, the weekend. How, how do you think it went?
1: You know, uh, for the, the first trial run, I'll I'll uh, I'll give them my uh, my approval. You know, not a not a lot going ahead, but some intense commentary there from, from Mr. Spratt about the uh, the meet this weekend. So big predictions um,
0: for the girls' cross country team.
1: But you know, on a on a realistic note, l Town is now 0 for one on the port of pride facts, Uh, So hopefully Abby uh, studies her history and it comes ready, uh, ready to go next week. So we will uh, have a L
0: town leader on each week to give the week ahead. Not much coming up here because of uh, all the restrictions and stuff, but remember we talked about this earlier. We are expanding this show and we are going to be bringing you more and more of the things that are going on around Lockport. We're excited about that. So then we have that to look forward to coming up, but uh, otherwise that brings us to a wrap here this week. Any other thoughts to care? Nope.
1: Another, another, another episode in the books here, you know, looking forward to, like you said, it kind of expanding to some different areas and pointing out some other positive things going on here at Lockport. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, Remember that no one talks porters
0: like we talk porters. There it is. Yes. And we will see you all. Don't forget, hey, like the show, give us a review, subscribe, all those Keep great spread things. Spread the word. Spread the word. And we will see you all back here next time. Go porters.
1: Go porters. Hello, hello,